we are going to go ahead and we're going to jump into tonight's episode. We have uh, Mr. Todd Malone, uh, founder and CEO of Vibe Voices in Black Empowerment that's with us tonight as well as Mrs. Jessica Malone, uh, pro bono coordinator at um, New York Law. Um, you know, we've had them both on the show before, definitely uh, positive, informational. And, and what I like about both these individuals really is they're, they're all about trying to help people and um, help the community. And I think that's a real positive aspect and positive approach. Um, so with, with that being said, uh, tonight our topic centers around a lot of the changes, specifically like here in New York, uh, but a lot of the changes in reference to the laws uh, where marijuana is concerned, uh, those previous convictions, uh, how to address those, get some of those removed, uh, those, that type of thing. And so we are definitely going to, I think it's going to be inform informational. I think we're going to have a good show um, as well. But um, yeah, she, she, she'll be there in just a second, Michelle. Um, but um, definitely, uh, definitely excited for tonight. Do want to give some shout outs, uh, as always, uh, Queen BZ's Cosmetics, excuse me. Uh, definitely check them out. They've dropped some new products over the course of the last week, couple weeks, last few weeks. So definitely check them out. You can check them out on Facebook and on uh, Instagram as well. Um, and hit them up, Living Beauty Florals, uh, down there in Jacksonville for all your floral needs, decorative needs. Uh, she can do live flowers, fake flowers, whatever you need, she can do it. She's got some, does some amazing work. Uh, so definitely excited there. Also, keep an eye on the Reflections Facebook page. Uh, we try to highlight various business owners, entrepreneurs, authors, artists, uh, content creators um, from all types of backgrounds, all walks of life. And uh, definitely want to encourage you to kind of reach out to them and, and shout out to them. And then big shout out to, uh, you know, Mr. Terrence Pickett opening up his coffee shop, Crazy Bean Coffee's down there in Jacksonville. Uh, so a big step and big congratulations for the progression there. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to let both of you guys introduce yourselves, um, you know, as we, we slip into tonight's um, episode. So Ty, if you want to go ahead, a little bit about yourself, your organization, for those that maybe not, not know, and then we can, uh, we can go from there. Time alone. Um, I'm the founder of Vibe Voices in Black Empowerment. We are 501c4. To uh, we were established to help our community empower the Black community here around uh, New York, and just try to give us a voice in all that we can do um, through education, advocacy. Um, we're trying to. We have different programs coming up. Um, you know, where we're trying to get the community members involved to be able to run for candidates for local, uh, different agencies and be on different boards. Um, and, you know, tonight we're just trying to uh, get the word out there about marijuana expungements and what people need to do and what they should know um, going forward. And uh, I am Jessica Malone. I'm the Paralegal Pro Bono Coordinator at Law New York. Uh, Law New York is a civil legal services provider. We serve 14 counties um, across western New York in the Finger Lakes region. We have seven offices um, and uh, currently with some of the changes that have been made with uh, the marijuana laws we have a re-entry project which uh, helps individuals that are facing barriers to uh, mainly to employment or uh, housing discrimination based on their criminal record. Um, and we had an expansion of that project into this area of marijuana record expungement. 
Um, and uh, Ty, hearing the inside track on this new information that we had available to people, um, wanted to share that information with his community and everyone uh, that might be watching. So we're very glad to uh, be able to partner with Vibe in this uh, information session and um, just hopefully, uh, you know, provide the facts on uh, some of the changes that have been made and how it might affect people. Outstanding. Well, I really appreciate both of you guys taking your time uh, to join us tonight to share the information. Um, those of you that are those of you that are watching, uh, want you guys to uh, you know comment um, and uh, drop you know if you have any questions, drop them in the comments. Try to catch them, um, and then um, either during or after when time allows, we'll be able to uh, kind of address those questions. Um, as well, but we are going. I'm not going to belabor it. I'm going to let uh, Miss Malone go ahead and uh, just take over and um, get started here, and and we can go from there. Okay, great. I am going to share my screen with everyone. I have a presentation with some information, and uh, hopefully everyone can see this. Full screen. Can everyone see that okay? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we can see it. Yep. Should be good. Okay. So we're here, we're talking about MURDA and what does it really mean? And we have some legal information here for New Yorkers. And uh, we just want to start out first by saying that this is uh, legal information. It is not legal advice. Our little disclaimer here is that this information in the presentation has been prepared by Legal Assistance of Western New York Inc. for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. This information is not intended to, nor does receipt of this information, create an attorney-client relationship. So what is MURDA? MURDA is the Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act of 2021. 2019 was the most recent change to the criminal law related to marijuana. The 2019 changes were considered the most sweeping changes to the criminal justice system in about 50 years. Similar to the 2019 law, the new law enables expungement for what is no longer considered a crime. And you'll see I've got expungement there in uh, italics and there's a reason for that and we'll go on to talk about that a little bit further. But what the new law does, it sets up a new system for regulating and taxing marijuana. But more importantly, in my opinion, it also sets up mechanisms to remediate what are now considered errors of the criminal justice system for those who were convicted of drug offenses in the past. And some language from the bill, the way it was written, is that existing marijuana laws have led to costly overuse of law enforcement resources and in some instances, discriminatory police practices that have perpetuated systemic, systematic racism and discrimination, increasing the prison population with nonviolent offenders. <clears throat> and for some of the work that uh, VIBE does, this is just some very important language to have in there because with a lot of the social justice reform that people are seeking, this law really helps to identify how some of the laws in the past have disproportionately affected certain communities. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
So what's no longer a crime? New Yorkers are now allowed to possess up to three ounces of cannabis for recreational use or 24 grams of concentrated cannabis, such as oils derived from a cannabis plant. The 2019 law, as many people know, decriminalized less than one ounce. Although it did not legalize marijuana, it just made possessing less than one ounce not a criminal offense. So what else changed with the 2021 law is that ownership is now also allowed and legal. You can grow up to six plants with no penalty. Um, it also legalizes consumption and possession for those 21 years and older of under three ounces. You're permitted to store up to five pounds of cannabis, but you must take reasonable steps to make sure it is stored in a secure place. And the reason those reasonable steps are in quotation marks is because there is no, uh, at this point, there's no set guidelines as to what's considered reasonable steps. Does that mean um, a, a locked secure area? You know, what, what does that mean? Um, arguably, you can smoke in any place that you can smoke cigarettes, and cops can no longer have probable cause if they smell marijuana on a pedestrian or in other situations. Um, as many people know, this is something that affects um, minority communities greatly. Um, I think a lot of people have been in a situation where even when there isn't the smell of marijuana present, um, you still have that interaction with police if you're pulled over. They'll say, well, we smell marijuana, so we want to search your vehicle. While the new law does not prohibit probable cause, it, in a search, it, it does prohibit probable cause of a search other than your immediate area. So if you get pulled over, similar to alcohol, if you have, um, if they smell marijuana, they can search, you know, the immediate area around you. They can't necessarily search or trunk for the entire vehicle. But what's still a crime? Impaired driving is still a crime. Uh, so if you're suspected of uh, driving under the influence and your driving is impaired, that is still considered a crime. Potentially a felony to sell without a license to do so. Um, <clears throat> Ty has, uh, you know, more information about this and is better versed in this than I am. Um, but until licenses are provided to individuals, you can uh, give marijuana to someone, but you cannot sell marijuana without a license and potentially the use or possession of marijuana in excess of three ounces can also be a, cr a crime or um, in some cases a felony depending on the amount of marijuana in your possession um, so you know if you want more information about the specifics you should really talk to um, a criminal attorney Now, marijuana record expungement under uh, CPL 120. Expungement means that your case is vacated, dismissed, and the conviction or record is a nullity. So for New York, expungement only applies to marijuana convictions. So if there's other convictions that you have, there are ways that you can go about stealing those convictions in your criminal record, but more than likely, um, unless it's a marijuana conviction, it's not going to be expunged. For marijuana crimes, the arrest or conviction record is destroyed and it no longer exists. That's basically what the nullity means, is that if they do a search, a criminal background search, uh, that that record will not come up. 
um, any criminal convictions um, under this new law can't be used against you to deny housing, student loans, or a job. If you're asked if you have a conviction record and your case has been expunged, you can answer no. Expunged convictions, as I said, should not show up on a background check or on your rap sheet. And your rap sheet, many people um, refer to rap sheet, you know, it's your criminal record, but rap sheet does stand for your record of arrests and prosecutions. They can't be found by law enforcement once they've been expunged, uh, and they don't have to be listed on job or school applications. Now, I mentioned the briefly sealing versus expungement, and in New York, a sealed record, it still exists in both, in both a legal and a physical sense. Um, an expungement results in the deletion of any record that an arrest or criminal charge ever occurred. Sealed records might still be accessible to qualified agencies. Um, in instances, uh, certain uh, government agencies, when you're applying for employment, certain types of employment, um, I believe in some healthcare fields or in childcare fields, those records can, uh, sealed records can still be accessed. Um, but with an expungement, it's like it never happened, so there's no record for them to, to view, seal, or unseal in order to view. And there are two kinds of expungements under the new law. There's automatic expungements. And those automatic expungements under New York's 2021 legalization law um, provide expungement under several of the old and some of the new penal law uh, marijuana convictions that will be automatically expunged. Uh, basically, if you've been convicted for possession of up to 16 ounces, or for selling up to 25 grams, those records can be, should be automatically expunged. New York State has up to two years, I believe, to implement the expungement. Old penal law offenses that are affected and should be eligible for automatic expungement are listed here. Um, and most of those fall into those categories that I just mentioned. Um, these are for possessions of up to 16 ounces, um, and selling of up to 25 grams. Um, after 2019, when the new law was enacted, uh, decriminalizing less than an ounce, there were new penal law offenses that were added. Um, and these ones are also eligible uh, if you were convicted uh, after 2019 on these new offenses, these ones are also eligible for expungement. Um, some convictions are non-automatic. So if your conviction or record does not qualify for an automatic expungement um, and you were convicted of something that now may be a lesser crime um, or have a, uh, a smaller sentence or could be vacated, basically it's not a, a crime anymore, you can apply to the court by filing a petition or motion to have that record expunged. And when you have to make a motion or make an application to the court to expunge a record, there's additional steps that you'll need to take, um, unlike the automatic expungements. The automatic expungements, I believe the court um, is the one who has the responsibility to contact people and let them know that their record uh, has been expunged or they're eligible for expungement. Um, so with the motion, there'll be, there's um, some additional steps that'll need to be taken 
You'll need to obtain a rap sheet and gather information about the record that you want to uh, have expunged. Um, even with court forms, the process can be complicated. Um, you may need to appear in court and you might need a lawyer. Your conviction could still bar you from licensing uh, for certain jobs or um, you know, in certain applications you've made while you wait for a decision. Um, and you, it's likely that you may have to go back to court before the judge that heard the original case. Um, and the last thing I wanna share is how Law New York can help. Uh, one way we can help is if you contact our office, we can help you do a rap sheet review where that's one of the first steps is to see if that automatic expungement has been applied. You know, does that conviction show up on your rap sheet? We can check for errors. Sometimes uh, people don't realize that they have a, uh, a conviction or an arrest record um, on their rap sheet that could be wrong. It might be not them, you know. So there's a way to apply for corrections. Um, but the first step would be to get a copy of your rap sheet. And then once we have a copy of your rap sheet, we can determine your eligibility and provide you advice and counsel on if you qualify for the marijuana expungement, um, if it should be automatic. Uh, we can give you advice and information about certificates of relief from disabilities, uh, certificates of good conduct for prior criminal convictions. And we can also assist um, with sealing motions uh, of prior criminal convictions. I will state that a lot of the assistance that our uh, organization is willing to provide um, is based on uh, those uh, criminal convictions preventing or placing barriers to employment, reemployment, or advancing employment, um, or any type of income stability. Sometimes they can uh, prevent you from uh, obtaining affordable housing. Uh, so if there's, you know, any situation that you feel, you know, a, a certificate of relief from disabilities or certificate of good conduct could help you uh, in your employment search or in income stability for you, your family, um, please give us a call and we can uh, review your, your case and your information to see what would be the best course of action and to help you get started. So here's a list of the different offices that we have. You can contact any local office for help. We also do have an online intake form that if you go to our website, you can fill out and, and make an application for assistance. Um, as you can see, there are seven offices, Bath, Elmira, Geneva, Ithaca, Jamestown, Olean, and Rochester. Um, and as I said, we do have an online form uh, that you could fill out and provide information uh, that we could do that way if you're unable to contact us by phone or if you're just not able to contact us during normal business hours. And we also have lots of legal information that we provide on a regular basis um, on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn accounts. Um, we try to stay pretty active and up to date on things that are going on. Um, and provide resources for uh, individuals in our service area. So feel free to check us out, follow us, uh, and uh, contact us if you think we might be able to help. Appreciate that, thank you very much. Now, 
Um, those of you that, that are listening you know, to the audio, maybe not watching uh, right now, this will uh, both be up on uh, the Facebook, the Reflections Facebook page, as well as the YouTube page. Um, so you can always go back and look at the slides um, you know, at your leisure as well. Uh, if you miss something or want to check something out. Now, Jessica, would you say that, that a lot of people are, are taking advantage of this right now? Are they um, not even realizing that this is available? Or, I mean, what's, what's, what are you seeing? Uh, from what we've seen, um, there's not a lot of people that are trying to access this service, at least in our service area. Um, I know that there's been partnerships and clinics um, in other areas of the state. Um, there's been a lot of them in the New York City area, um, you know, but with their stop and frisk practices mm -hmm. of the previous years and some of the, you know, social justice, um, you know, atrocities that were going on down right. there as far as the criminal justice system for so long. There's a lot of partnerships with private law firms and criminal defender agencies to uh, provide these expungements um, and advice on them quite regularly. Okay. I have not seen in our service area um, a great demand or even accessing um, the information about these services. Um, that's one of the reasons we were hoping to come on here tonight to kind of just spread the word. Um, you know, I think some people Unfortunately, in the past, you know, criminal convictions, even if it is something like marijuana, um, people feel, you know, they feel uneasy. That's not something they feel comfortable, you know, coming out saying, hey, I have a criminal record. Um, so we're just hoping we can uh, keep doing um, outreach in the communities that we serve to let people know that these uh, services are available. Um, to let people know what the facts are behind the law and the automatic expungements. Um, there may be a lot of people that um, will get the automatic expungements um, and might not really need to seek out additional services, um, but we're not really sure yet, as with any administrative process, um, you know, whether it's your DMV driving record. I mm. mean, how many people have had, you know, speeding tickets on their record that aren't what they're supposed to be or driving offenses that were wrong that never got taken off their record or removed. Right. So we anticipate that there's going to be situations where individuals are going to need assistance to contact the courts and say, hey, I was eligible for this automatic expungement. Um, what do I need to do to have you make it happen? Um, so we're just here to kind of help people navigate that process, give them the information they need, help them review their records to see mm -hmm. if they are eligible, um, you know, and what they can do. Now, should people, the automatic expungements, um, is that something people should feel confident should take place if they feel they're in that category or should they be reaching out at least to be educated uh, so they know what to follow? I would say knowing is everything. So if you have access to, uh, you know, your criminal background um, or possibly, um, you know, the court that you were convicted, um, I would strongly suggest contacting an attorney um, to find out what you can do to check to see if your record has been expunged. Okay. Um, 
or um, you can check out the court website. There's supposed to be information on the New York State Court website for individuals who are eligible for automatic expungements. Um, that information is being updated a lot. Um, so I would say just keep checking back, but probably your best bet is to contact an attorney for the best resources of how to figure out what's going on. Okay. All right. And you had mentioned uh, that uh, Ty might have some more information in reference to the, uh, was I believe it was the, around the sale, the licenses and, and that type of information. Yeah. Right. So basically, to make, make a long story short, it's illegal to sell it right now. Um, the only people that can be selling marijuana in New York State is if you have a medical license to be able to sell medical marijuana. <clears throat> the thing is, is shortly here, people that have a medical card are going to be able to grow. When they're allowed to grow, some of those people are going to want to be able to sell it to, to their friends or whoever it may be. Um, right now, you can give up to three ounces to somebody gift it um, but you don't want to take any money for that then you know when once the licenses start to come out there's still the committee still with everything that's going on with the governor we're kind of behind mm -hmm. so um, the new governor has to come in and set up the committee which was supposed to have been set already but like I said with everything going on with him he couldn't do it so we're just waiting for that and they can set up a lot of the um, the bones, I guess you could say, of the law have been put together, okay. but not a lot of... Um, the devil's in the details, and, and we're still missing the details. All of that is still yet okay. to be determined. Now, wasn't there, if I'm not mistaken, there was a an allowance in reference to plants that, that each, not just individuals with a medical card, but I thought that just your average individual could have. So your average citizen will be able to start growing right now, they're saying somewhere like 2022, 2023, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, medical people were supposed to start to be able to grow six months after the law was passed. Okay. So we're just waiting to hear if it's a go or, or what. Okay. So in your guys' opinion, you think this is a, this whole process a good move? you think that this is going to ultimately help a lot of people out, like as far as expunging the uh, the cases? Do, you know, I, I know that it's maybe not around this particular community, as small as it is, um, but, you know, out in, like, New York City, I'm sure, especially like you referenced earlier, Jessica, the uh, the stop and frisk, um, you know, and that, that whole approach. Um, so I, I'm assuming this is the thought process is really being able to help people get into employment, get housing, things that have been, uh, you know, prevented because I, I had a little bit of pot on me, you know, type of thing. So. And another thing that kind of ties the expungement into the um, uh, social justice justice aspect and economic advancement is that a lot of times criminal convictions, as people know, can prevent you from getting a license. Mm -hmm. um, so if individuals who've been convicted of uh, drug offenses that are now not, you know, 
offenses um, have those criminal records and then those criminal records prevent them from, you know, accessing this economic opportunity of this new, you know, new business that's coming into New York State would again just be another social injustice. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it just adds more fuel to the fire of who's going to be able to access this. It's, you know, it's supposed to be benefiting um, the minority communities and help righting wrongs, but then at the same time, if criminal convictions that were based on bad social justice practices Mm -hmm. and policing are preventing people from having that economic opportunity that's supposed to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think the expungement and the new law really go hand in hand. You you really need that expungement, um, you know, to really have meaningful change in access mm-hmm. um, in the future. So I guess it, it purely a, an opinion-based question. Um, with the, like you said, Ty, kind of being behind the power curve with the governor situation here in New York. Um, but I'm assuming that that isn't necessarily slowing down the process as far as getting these charges expunged. Um, so would, in your guys' thoughts, opinions, would you say that, you know, being a little bit behind the power curve from a license perspective... Uh, affords a better opportunity for people to get this stuff off the record so they have a better opportunity to get these licenses? Well, I will say for, for as far as the marijuana licenses go, the conviction will not stop them. Okay. Cannot. Okay. Uh, that's written into the law. Okay. But what I, another thing I will say is, like, if you... So I wanted people to be able to be educated on what they could do, how to go about it. Mm-hmm. I want people to be, um, you know, prepared and not surprised, let's say. And when when you do this, um, I, I, you know, I knew that people wasn't really taking advantage of the, the, the opportunities that was out there. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I wanted to make sure that people knew, like, yes, you could, there's, there's ways that you could do it and how and what those ways were. I, I want to get the information out there so people will start taking advantage of the processes. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, what happens a lot of times in, in, in our government and stuff, that things, opportunities are out there, but nobody really knows about them. Right. So the more that we can get the word out and, and you know educate people on it, get them down there to find out like she said you know you still have to qualify you might not be able to Mm. you might have to go see a regular lawyer to you know to be able to do that um but still do it and if you do get yours taken care of make sure that you keep a copy of your old record Mm. that way if anybody ever comes and says well you know we, we see that it was expunged but we don't know what it was about it could have been this or this, and you're like, well, no, it was just about marijuana. Well, now if you take a if you take a, get a copy of that, you can just show them, and then that should dead everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and just like I said, be be uh, prepared and not surprised. No, I I think that that overall, like I, I really appreciate you guys doing this, and, and as different issues and topics come up, being willing to you know put this information out and share this information explain it uh, i do think it's important because like you said jessica it's kind of kind of defeats the purpose if 
you know, the addressing of social injustice is hindered by a previous social injustice. Like it just, it, it keeps the cycle going and it's just kind of that check in the box. Like, well, let's say we did something, but if nobody has the information, then the situation doesn't really change and we can still keep the status quo. And, and so I think it's important to be able to share the information and to have the platform to push it out there and the knowledge. Um, so I definitely appreciate that and want to encourage everybody, if nothing else, get the knowledge. Um, you know, I, I think knowledge is power. Um, once you've been educated, nobody can cause you to unlearn that information. Uh, you know, nobody can take the, the power that you gain from that education. Nobody can take that from you. Um, you know, and it better prepares you to address next steps. Um, you know, it essentially uh, puts something else in your arsenal, for lack of better words, uh, to address the challenges that come, come to life. So um, I, I really appreciate it. I, I don't have anything else. I don't know if anybody watching has any kind of questions that they want to drop in there. But um, is, is there anything else you guys wanted to share, talk about? I would just encourage people to contact her office and try to get, you know, see if they can be helped. I don't think that most people that have a conviction, I really, they might know that they have a marijuana conviction, but do they know what CPL that falls under? So therefore, if they, you don't know that, you're not gonna know if you're eligible for that automatic or not. Mm -hmm. So I would say to reach out, you know, encourage people to reach out to them and, you know, just do your due diligence. Definitely. I, I, I'm, I'm one that I don't, I don't trust the, um, the automatics. Um, I didn't trust it in the military. I don't trust it in the workplace. I don't trust it in my personal life. Um, you know, so I, I get as much information as possible and try to make sure that I'm well versed on whatever, even if the information doesn't support my thought process or my desire, at least I know you know, what to do, how to address, you know, because I could be thinking something and 10 years down the road, you know, all of a sudden, well, I, I thought this was taken care of and, you know, you get denied that job or that, you know, that housing opportunity and that that would just kind of suck because, you know, an employer is not going to hold the position while you go through the process to prove that that shouldn't be there. You know, that position is going to the next candidate. So either way, you're out. So it would be much better to address it in the now than wait in the future and, and think that it's not important. And then when you try to do something, it becomes important. Um, sure you know, and, and exactly prepared, not surprised. Um, so with that being said, uh, really appreciate it. Vernon says very informative. Appreciate you tuning in, sir. Um, but uh, again, this will be on the Facebook page, on the YouTube page, also the audio on multiple platforms. Um, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, Ty, Jessica, thank you so much for your time tonight. Really do appreciate it and um, love having you guys on to be able to share and help everyone out. Uh, if you want to get involved with Vibe as well and check out what they're doing and, and that aspect, uh, Vibe, V-I-B-E, 716.org. Uh, you can hit up their website. They also have a Facebook page as well uh, that you can keep in contact with them. So with that being said, really appreciate it, you guys. Thank you all for your time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Go ahead, Ty. You look like you want to say something. Say one thing. Um, even though things like we were talking about the automatic stuff, even though it's the court's responsibility, okay, the court don't care about right. it. Like you, it's yours. So you care. You, if you want, you can't expect somebody else to care about it more than you care right. about it. Just like they say about your money. You know, what I mean, nobody can tell you what to do with your money because it's yours. 
So you should think about that in life in general. Like, mm-hmm. just because something's supposed to be, you're supposed to get something, that don't mean you just sit there and wait for it. Okay. Right. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Well, appreciate it. Thank you guys very, very much. Appreciate that. Those of you tuning in, watching, listening, thank you guys. Appreciate all the love and support. Till next time, y'all pray for me, I'll pray for y'all, and we'll catch you next time on Reflections.